If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Jealous of Late Wife Throwaway, who says, I told my 35 female husband, 37 male, that we should get a divorce so he can marry his late wife's tombstone. I, 35 female, married my husband, 37 male, 10 years ago. Prior to our relationship, he had been married for two years to Elle, 22 female. Sadly, she passed away because of ongoing health issues. I met my husband five years after her passing. At the beginning of our relationship, I had some issues with his romantic history. To put it bluntly, I was having trouble accepting my husband's past, and that he did not stop loving his late wife, but was forced to do so. I went to therapy for a year to treat that and I managed to overcome the issue. My husband knows this and was very supporting of me and the treatment and I now like to say that Al and I would have been best friends. The issue. After 10 years of marriage, we have been having a lot of arguments derived from bad communication. We just seem to blow everything out of proportion. About three months ago, every time we have an argument, he takes the car and goes away for hours. When I asked where he went, he told me that he went to see her, Elle. Now, this is very weird from him, because he, at best, visits Elle's grave three times a year. I then asked him not to run away every time we fight, and to please tell me when he goes to the cemetery so we can go together. He just brushed me off. He's been doing this for months now, and it is destroying me. The feelings I fought the first year of our relationship are coming back, and I am sad all the time, and I cry at night but my husband just keeps going away for hours. At this point, I think he is doing it out of spite more than anything else. Yesterday, I reached my limit. We fought over freaking trash. That's how petty our arguments are. He took the car at 4 p.m., returned at 11 p.m. I was waiting for him in the dining room. The convo went like this. I said, where were you? And he said, I visited her again. I said I told you multiple times about how your actions hurt me and you continued to do them. He responds, you can't stop me from going. Which I said, well, we can get a divorce. That way you can marry Elle's tombstone, being that you care more about it than our marriage. I could see the shock in his face when I said that. I apologized immediately, but I think he did not hear me. I saw how he started crying. He's been locked in his office since yesterday and refuses to get out. I feel like the biggest asshole ever. What I said was a low blow and something horrible. I attacked him where I knew he was going to hurt. But at the same time, a part of me thinks that what he is feeling right now is just a fraction of what he has put me through for months. I literally made a vow to Al the day I got engaged. I told her, you can take care of him from heaven and I will take care of him here on earth. And I broke that vow. Is there any way I can salvage this relationship? Edit. A Redditor told me to put this in the post. 
Three months ago, we found out that I am pregnant after eight years of trying. He's been visibly stressed out and reactive since the discovery, even though we both wished for a baby. And we'll start off with your RA resource who says, the two of you need individual and couples counseling immediately. That's the only way to salvage this. I'd say becoming a widower is different than being hung up on an ex. As long as they're not actively grieving and having that negatively impact your relationship, it's just something that's just always going to exist. My grandfather says all the time that he's lucky enough to have two great loves in his life. He was a widower. He's an amazing husband to my grandmother. and She acknowledges the fact that he had a past and that her death didn't and doesn't hurt their loving relationship. Your husband running to her grave every time you fight is certainly concerning. So talk about it, get into counseling and see where it goes from there. That's assuming you even want to fight for this. I'd imagine this has been a theme throughout your relationship and you just overlooked it the entire time until you finally can't anymore. It's time to address it now. Good luck. SDW says, I'm also the partner of someone with a deceased SO and your husband's behavior isn't normal. What you said is cruel, but he's also in the wrong. You need to get marriage counseling, it sounds like, and it also doesn't sound like you're jealous of the deceased wife. It sounds like you're rightfully hurt, that your husband runs away every time you have an issue and refuses to deal with it like a mature married adult. I honestly question if he's even visiting the cemetery or if he's doing something else since this behavior is very odd. Individual Shop says, it's been what, like 15 years? He needs therapy. He never should have gotten married again if he's going to be purposely malicious like this to you. That being said, you shouldn't have married someone so clearly still grieving and that you would be resentful of their dead spouse. Someone replies that saying, I completely agree. I don't understand why OP was the only one going to therapy in the beginning of the relationship. His ass should have been in therapy as well. It's pretty clear he has problems dealing with their death from the beginning of their relationship. It doesn't seem right that OP is the only one in therapy for his problems. OP responded to that saying, Hello and thank you for your words. When I met him, he was already dating. Even if the grieving never stops, when we got together he assured me that, while he would forever miss her, he was open to start a new life with me. That's why I went to therapy to have a healthy, loving relationship. And it was, until we found out I was pregnant. Super Lame says my ex was visiting his late brother's grave every time he was cheating on me. I don't think he's sitting at the tombstone for seven hours, hun. I would do some investigation. They like to use the dead as an excuse because not only is it an excuse, but it also makes you feel like the bad guy for questioning them and their mourning. And one more from a deleted user who says actions versus words. You supported him this whole time just for him to run to someone dead for 10 years when he is a little mad at you. Your words versus his actions. His actions are a terrible representation of how he respects his current marriage and wife. Yes, you are harsh. With words he can mull over and hopefully look past his frustration during an argument. I myself would have a difficult time getting past supporting someone for 10 years and watching them run to a dead spouse for support instead of working it out with his current one. You seem pretty low on his priorities. And I think I would agree with these comments in that you know, I think therapy, and I know it said a lot of therapy in these particular posts, but I think it's the only way that's going to help the situation. As OP said, they went to therapy themselves for to help with the problem when, when they was facing it, but he doesn't seem to be tackling it at all. But then OP went on to update the post, which says, Hello everyone, my previous post was locked and removed, but I still wanted to update everyone who kindly commented and left advice under the post. 
Before the update, I wanted to clarify something. I was only jealous of Elle in the first year of our relationship, but as I said, I worked it through in therapy. Throughout my relationship with my husband, I've hosted dinners in her honor, ordered embellishments for her grave, pushed my husband to reconnect with his former in-laws, and I even placed her in my altar of Dia de Mirtos, pronunciation, I apologies, alongside my family members. I consider her a friend, even if I never met her. The update. We agreed on temporary separation, since we still don't know how we're going to co-parent and stuff like that. Shortly after my post, he came out of his office. I made us both dinner and we talked, for what it feels like the first time in months. First, I apologized for what I said, but I told him that the point still stands. I asked him if he truly goes and sits at a grave for hours. He said that he does not. Turns out that he sits at a grave for an hour max and then goes on a tour around the city, visiting their favorite places. He goes to restaurants and asks for her favorite dishes, drives around her favorite spots in the city, then I then asked why. Why he was doing it now. And we found out I was pregnant after so much trying. He said that he could not avoid thinking about what it would have been to raise a child with Elle. And about how many things that he missed experiencing with her. He did say that he did not regret our relationship, which makes it better, I guess. I also asked him if I failed him in any way. Was I a bad wife? A bad friend? Did I fail to fulfill his needs? He said that I just wasn't her. Honestly, I think I'd rather have someone punch me than him telling me that. Finally, I asked him when is he starting therapy. He responded that very soon because he wanted to be a good father. I said fine, because I don't want someone around my child who grieves an imaginary child and an imaginary life, when he has a living and breathing family. That's all I think. He moved out to his parents' house the same night. Her mother did call me to tell me that she and my father-in-law chewed him out for what he did. I thanked them and told them that I'm still very interested in them having a relation with my child and that they should not pay for their son's mistake. I also visited Elle. I apologized for breaking my vow, but that I hope that she is able to watch over husband and to help him throughout his therapy. I want to thank everyone who has helped me realize my mistakes and how I was neglecting myself. You are all very helpful, and I owe you a lot. And then OP comes in with one last final update, which says, Hello, it's me again. Since my last post, a lot has happened. I gave birth to my son a bit over a month ago. He's the most beautiful baby ever. I love him more than anything. I've also been going to therapy, and it's been great. Overall, life is kind of dreamy right now. It doesn't seem real. Anyway, since everyone here was so helpful last time, I figured I would ask you for advice in this situation. After our separation, my husband started therapy. He was diagnosed with depression and is on meds. He also started to attend a grief support group. Since all of this happened, he's changed so much. It's like he's a different person. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. During all of my pregnancy, he's been so supportive, helpful, and respectful of my boundaries. He's also very apologetic and has asked for forgiveness for everything that he's put me through this last year. Like he made a list of every way he failed me and apologized for each one of those things. I've also attended various of his therapy sessions, apart from the marital counseling. That helped me understand the immense grief he's been carrying, apart from his own mental health issues and how all of it became exasperated with the arrival of our baby. The last three months of my pregnancy were pretty bad. The doctor advised me to move as little as possible. My husband offered to be my live-in nurse and I accepted. So we have been living together for the past four months. Of course, we don't sleep in the same room or anything like that. He's been so great with me. We've had so many amazing conversations and we just work wonderful together. I feel like I regained my husband, that the person I married is here again. After putting the baby to sleep yesterday, we had a conversation. He told me that he thinks he is ready to rekindle our relationship and asked me for a second chance. He told me that he will do anything he can to be deserving of a second chance. I honestly don't know what to do. Like this past year, I watched him try to better himself and succeed at it. He's also been so kind to me and is great with our son. But I also know that he is pretty vulnerable state right now. And I really don't know if I'd be able to pick up on our relationship where it ended. I don't know what to do. Should I give it a try? And I think that's a super difficult question because it does sound like from what you've explained here is that he has massively changed and he's he's dealing with his grief that he kept that he kept suppressed for so long maybe taking it super slow might be the way forward i think this is a very very personal choice especially what was said in the first one is basically that you're not her that's got to be difficult to move past i think even though it was like through grief and depression and and things like that and I don't think personally I would be sad for you or anything like that if you did try to make it work. And if it does, absolutely, that's fantastic for you. But at the same time, I would maybe try to establish something that if it doesn't work out, that you maintain a, a good co-parenting relationship. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if you was in OP shoes? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Ordinary Bicycle 837 who says, Am I the asshole for taking in my sister without giving a heads up to my husband? Hear me out. I was at my parents' place. I was over to help out my mum with the garden. My younger sister is staying at home for college. It seems dad was yelling at her about something. He checked out her phone and found that she is a lesbian. My mum was just watching her yell at him and backing him up. My sister was just crying. I'm pretty soft-spoken person and I couldn't stop my dad from yelling, but when he was done, I told her to pack her stuff and took her to my place. She is a pretty sensitive person and my parents are pretty assertive and rude sometimes. I tried to text my husband, but he was in a meeting and he rarely checks his phone while he works. He was surprised to find my sister in our home. I talked to him about it and he's okay with it, but he is upset on two counts. 
The first being that I didn't give him any heads up and he hates being surprised by anything and that he will have to give up his quiet room which he uses to de-stress after work. He just hates having things jumped on him. He knows she has to stay here for a while and it makes sense. I feel like an asshole as I should have done things a bit more calmly. I should have talked to my husband before getting her out of there. I was pretty emotional during this whole thing. It was one of the worst things I have witnessed. I know how much he loves his room and how great it has been for his mental health to have a place to be alone and process things. It's helped our relationship a lot. I feel like I'm not prioritizing him here and I took a major decision without consulting him. Tidal Wave says, no one's an asshole here. You protected your sister and that makes sense. In an emergency, sometimes you have to do things right now and you didn't try not to tell him. Things just came to a head in that moment. He's allowed to be annoyed there wasn't a discussion and that he's lost a quiet space. Cranberry says that no one's an asshole. Of course, he's thrown off by a new person in the house without prior discussion, but it sounds like he'll get over it. Sure, it would have been nice to do this calmly and less urgently, but you did what you had to do to help your sister. A deleted user says no one's an asshole here. You needed to get your sister out of a bad situation and with basically no notice. You did try to inform your husband, but he didn't happen to check his phone after work, so he got surprised. As someone who also considers home a quiet sanctuary, I can see why your husband is a bit distressed. Very private people feel obligated to behave differently when others are in their house, and it can be exhausting to feel like you have to be on all the time and not really have anywhere to escape to decompress. By what you wrote in your post, your husband logically understands why your sister is there. If he's seen how your parents treat her, then he probably even agrees with getting her out. Still, he values his privacy and space. I think you and he should sit down and do some brainstorming about how to support your sister long term. I don't think she should stay past the end of summer. Presumably, hubby can manage having a house guest even that long. So first priority is figuring out where she will live when her classes resume in the fall. Once that's settled, decide between you if you're both okay with her living with you for the rest of the summer or if she needs to find somewhere else to live before then. Xmod says, yeah, I think everyone assumes that instantly come live with me is the only option. Realistically, the best option would be extracting her from the current situation as an immediate temporary thing and then having a conversation with the husband that night about her sister moving in for a bit. Already deciding the sister can stay longer term without sitting down with the other person living there seems shitty. So while I totally get why you did it and can't say in the heat of the moment, I'd do it different. Soft, you're the arsehole. And a bunch of numbers says you're the arsehole. You would have been 100% right if you offered to take her in for a little bit, like a week at most, to figure out what was best for everyone. Instead, you decided she was living with you long term, sent a text and moved her into your husband's space without him even knowing and didn't try and text or call later to make sure he knew before coming home. So then OP went on to update the post, which says, this is a strange update. My sister moved out, ended up leaving within a month, but her stay with us was illuminating in many ways. The things my sister pointed to me helped me realize that our marriage was designed to cater to all his wants and to meet bare minimum of my needs. I tried to bring this up with him. Small things which can make me feel better, but he didn't want to. I suggested couples therapy and he thought it was just a process of blame being pinned on one of us. I started therapy with my own money and he was upset that I was wasting it when I was perfectly fine. I started to paint again, something that he didn't like and he didn't scream at me, he just changed his routine a little so that I had less time to paint and make a mess which he had to witness while I painted. 
My marriage was built around not making him sad. Throughout the relationship, I was the one who was responsible for his feelings and I was the one who had to set mine aside to make him happy. I got out and am living with my sister. They had an extra room they had been looking to sublet and I took them up on it. It is funny that I end up in the same position that my sister started out the post in. I'm not happier. I miss him and I've spent almost nine years with him, but it is liberating not to spend hours molding myself to make him happy. I'm a lot more calmer now. I really want to thank the commenters who planted the seed of doubts about my husband. And that went a completely different direction from what I was expecting. But what are you guys making of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below as always. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time, not just towards me, but towards each other, towards the post, towards the commenters as well. Always means the absolute world. So thank you so, so much for just being awesome and continue to do so. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 